Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. This week, I'm going to talk about how to keep your children safe online. I touched on this subject a while back in a two-part episode I did with The Mighty Mommy. Be sure to check out Kids and Technology Part 1 and Part 2, and I've posted links in the show notes to both of these episodes. Although Mighty Mommy and I covered quite a bit in that series, there's much more on this topic. And so with many sad stories from children being bullied or worse by online relationships, I thought it was a good idea to do a few episodes on how to keep your children safe on the web. This week, I'll cover mobile devices, and next week, I'll talk about home devices such as desktops and laptops. But first, this podcast is brought to you by lynda.com. lynda.com is an easy and affordable way to help individuals and organizations learn. Instantly stream thousands of courses created by experts on business, software, web development, graphic design, and much more. For free trial, go to lynda.com slash techtalker, and that's l-y-n-d-a dot com slash techtalker. All right, guys, if you've never used lynda.com, I highly recommend just going to their website and checking it out. They have a ton of videos on almost anything that you can think of. The videos are really well done and done by professionals. You can watch the courses when you're at work, when you're at home, or when you're on the go, because they even have a mobile app. They have courses for beginners and experts. For example, I just took the C learning class and it was awesome. There's a ton of stuff that I didn't know and there's hours and hours of course material. And for just $25 a month, you get unlimited access to all of the content so you can watch as much as you want. And if you've listened to my episodes on the Arduino and Raspberry Pi, they also have courses on those too if you want to get your feet wet. And because you're a listener to the Tech Talker podcast, you have a 10-day free trial at lynda.com. So that's lynda.com slash tech talker. Most parents will eventually have to grapple with the question, when or if should I give my child a mobile phone? Let me start by saying that there is absolutely no one-size-fits-all solution. Every family, every child, and every situation is different. Not to mention the fact that whether or not you give your child a phone is just the beginning. There is also the question of access. Do you give your child unfettered access to the web? Do you put passwords in place to keep certain areas of the phone inaccessible? As you can see, there's a lot to consider. I won't be able to answer all of these questions in one episode. However, in the next two weeks of this series, I'll give you the tools and knowledge to be confident in your decisions. Let's start with Apple and Android devices. I've chosen these two because together they make up the greatest market share of tablets and cell phones currently available. Luckily for parents, both Apple and Android operating systems provide a ton of security options for users. There's pretty much no limit on the number of configurations and restrictions that you can create on these devices. So I'll go through the top three configurations that you might want to institute and discuss what each one provides in terms of monitoring and restrictions. Here's configuration number one, lockdown. Depending on the age or maturity level of your child, you may want to completely lock down the mobile device. With an Android or Apple phone, you can enable restrictions on almost any app. You can install or remove apps, configure the contact list, and adjust any setting. You can then set a restriction password that will not allow any changes to be made without the password, which only you'll know. This means that your child won't be able to install or delete any apps or change any of the settings that you've restricted. You can also restrict their device to only be able to make calls to people in their address book. The only way to bypass this would be to completely restore the device to the original settings, which may not even work if your Apple device is tied to your Apple ID. I really like this solution because you can tailor exactly what your child has access to and customize the phone with any apps, contacts, or settings that you deem appropriate. 
For instance, you can install the Find My Friends app on an iPhone and not allow any changes to the app. This will allow you to track the location of the iPhone or iPad, which is presumably on your child's person. The only way to avoid tracking the device would be to turn it off completely. This also goes for any apps that you don't want your children to have. You can set up the phone so that apps could only be installed with your permission. Configuration number two, age-appropriate content only. Let's say your child doesn't need a completely lockdown experience. In this case, you can restrict the phone to age-appropriate content only, say anything PG-13 and below. This may be best for a young adult whom you trust to have next to unlimited access to their device. This will allow your child to only download age-appropriate content such as music, movies, TV shows, and apps. Although not necessarily related, you also have the ability to limit maximum volume on the headphones, which might be useful if you have a teenager who listens to super loud music and puts their hearing in danger. Thanks again to today's sponsor, Lynda.com. Lynda.com is an easy and affordable way to help individuals and organizations learn. Instantly stream thousands of courses created by experts on business, software, web development, graphic design, and much more. For a free trial, visit lynda.com slash techtalker, and that'll get you a 10-day free trial. So check it out, lynda.com slash techtalker. Configuration number three, keeping tabs. The previous two configurations are built into both Apple and Android operating systems. This third configuration, however, requires a separate monthly subscription that will allow you to monitor next to everything on your child's phone. For this, I recommend the website teensafe.com. TeenSafe will allow you to log pretty much everything that your child does on their device. The big thing about this one is that it works for both Android and Apple phones. This service uses a combination of your child's iCloud backup and their login information to track pretty much everything your child does on their phone, including its location and even deleted messages. This type of third-party monitoring is pretty rare for Apple devices, since they usually have substantial restrictions for how much access app developers have to the Apple's interface. This type of monitoring is pretty extreme. However, each parent must decide for themselves how much data they want to collect on their child's online activities. TeenSafe costs about $15 a month and has a 7-day free trial if you're interested. As a side note, using TeenSafe doesn't require you to jailbreak your iPhone or root your Android phone. This is a pretty big deal because pretty much all other monitoring apps require you to do this to get complete access to the device. Jailbreaking or rooting, which I've covered in a previous episode and linked to in the show notes of this episode, oftentimes voids product warranty. It also requires a bit of technical legwork and if not done correctly, can transform your device into an expensive paperweight. Now, just a few quick notes about these three configurations. You can easily mix and match any features that have been mentioned. I chose these three based upon my experiences and research. They're the most commonly and widely used. You've probably also realized that I didn't give any step-by-step instructions for specific things. This is because settings change quite frequently based upon the device, operating system, and version. Luckily, it's just a quick Google search to learn how to set up any of these restrictions on your specific device. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at quickanddirtytips.com slash techtalker. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker. Keep it technology simple. 